everybody. Welcome to Recess with Jamie and Brian. The podcast invites you to take a playful approach to living awake. Hello, everyone. I'm so good. We're just like, awesome. hello, hello. <laughs> and this is our seventh podcast episode, and we're recording it and releasing it just before a full moon weekend. I'm very excited, mm. actually, because, you know, as an astrologer and, and intuitive, I love the moon cycles and the new and full moon. And this full moon is one of the most powerful. So if anybody listening wants to check out my YouTube video, Jamie Dawn, I'm talking about the full moon in Taurus and it is canoodling with Uranus sitting right across the sky from, it's actually not sitting. Those two, the moon and Uranus are sticking their tongues out at the sun (laughs) and Scorpio going, na 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 boo boo. We're not gonna play by your rules. So it's going to be an interesting weekend, especially because wow. it happens on Halloween. Right. Full moon on Halloween. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So very excited mm. because the big theme overall is relationships. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Like we're never done with that because we're always in relationship with everything all the time. Right. But oh, uh, yeah, absolutely. There's better, so many different versions of relationship. Right. But what better way to make us triggered or lose our minds or act like crazy people <laughs> than a relationship, especially a romantic one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I think it would be really cool when we talked about this before we started the recording to talk about rules. And mm. especially because I'll just give a background for those who are new to astrology or not as familiar, but Uranus is the planet. It's erratic. It's, it moves in an erratic way. It's like spins on its side, like a top. And the only sunlight it gets is on that one side on the North pole or the South pole anyways. And so it's a very erratic, unpredictable kind of planet. And so we use that psychological energy for us that anything goes when Uranus is involved and it can often happen suddenly where it brings a little bit of shock and awe to us. And with it sitting right next to the moon in Taurus, it's one of those things where anything goes from our physical nature, from our um, the the places that we may have held on to, possessed our possessions, our even our values. So values are a big thing. And Uranus is the rule breaker. It's like the rebellious teenager, you know, where the parent says, "Hey, you need to play by our rules or get out." And the teenager says, "I'm out of here," you know. So that can happen. And so when we're, when we're looking at relationships this week, because we've got Mercury and Venus in Libra and Venus is ruler of Libra relationships. And it's not just romance. It could be business. It can be friendships or family or whatever, but um, nine times out of 10, the Libra energy just loves to be in love. So Mm. we're often dealing with the romantic relationships, even if you're single and you may suddenly go, I think I'm ready for a relationship or (laughs) I find myself in love suddenly or whatever. Right. So I thought it would be fun, Brian, you and I both thought it would be fun to talk about, (laughs) (laughs) to talk about traditional rules in relationship versus modern rules in relationship and, and (laughs) values and how important values and alignment with them are in relationship. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, just like we know we kind of briefly chatted earlier before we started recording. I mean, there's so many layers to all of this. Yeah. And and just, it, you know, it just depends on where we're at and, and where we've come from societally and our beliefs, or our family's beliefs, 
um, our past experiences, you know, where we're at in our, in our own stages of loving and accepting ourselves. And there's just so many different layers that <laughs> um, go into us, you know, when we, when we, when we go out into the, you know, the dating scene or, or, you know, trying to meet someone scene, I mean, just all the stories that we've told ourselves, what we need, what we think we need, you know, that aren't necessarily true, that get in the way of finding, you know, uh, helping us establish um, that, that truth and, and, and connecting with someone who, who really mirrors what we need. Not, not, not that, you know, that, that, that um, merry-go-round that we can sometimes find ourselves on. Ah, this is the same person as last time. This is the same person as last time. You know what I mean? So uh, I'm kind of digressing, but, but uh, those are just some of the, some of the many things that, that affect our decisions and how we, you know, we, we, we get ourselves out there. Totally. And I think it's funny, you know, you're talking about, oh, I've been with this same person, different face, same, same personality, whatever, you know, the yeah. rinse and repeat kind of thing. And I, it kind of reminds me of that phrase, wherever you go, there you are. <laughs> you're going to take your problems with you. It doesn't matter <laughs> which relationship you're in, you know, you're still that same person that's evolving and changing and growing. And, and, you know, traditionally there's relationships that are, you meet somebody, you get married, you have kids, you grow old together, you die, you know, mm -hmm. and there's others like myself who have been through a couple of different types of relationships. And, and mm. uh, a lot of that, and I, you know, here's the interesting thing. I'm not ashamed of the fact that I've been divorced. I'm not ashamed because I see it as a, a process in which the relationship was healthy for as long as it needed to be. And when it became unhealthy, it was time mm. to, know, to know when to transition it into mm -hmm. a different role. And that doesn't make the person I was partnered with a bad person it, any more than it made me a bad person. It's just that we, our values suddenly became very misaligned. And we couldn't get back into alignment again. And I feel like, you know, for me anyways, when I look at it from a traditional standpoint, tradition was, well, you stick with it no matter what, even if your values don't line up, even if it's unhealthy, even if it's bringing out the worst in each other, all these things, you stay with it. Whereas my mindset, I have a Uranus moon conjunction, by the way, mm. for anybody who's listening that understands that mine is, I don't play by those rules. If they don't serve, I don't, I'm not a, a rule breaker just for the sake of breaking rules, but I do question them. And I wonder, well, if, if this is how it's always supposed to be, but it's not working for me, why am I still doing it? Right. Yeah. If it's not working in a way that I can be of greater service and I can bring out the best gifts for myself, why am I still doing this? And so those were the kind of questions that I observed in, in my relationships. And so I made the choice to transition the relationship from a marriage back to either a friendship or we just parted ways and blessed each other. And that was that. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, that whole thing about for me is about value system and my values have evolved over time. How about mm -hmm. you, Brian? I mean, do you have the same values that you did when you're 13? Oh, some, but, but no, you know, I think, boy, when we're younger, it's just, you know, kind of like I mentioned before, it's, it's a lot of our values come from what we witness and what we watch on TV and witness in the news. And, and um, yeah, you know, Boy, my values, I think, are constantly changing. I mean, you know, the, the, there's, there's, there will always be me, the person who's trying to be the best version of himself and trying to do it authentically. And you know what I mean? But yet, um, 
as we get more self-aware, as I get more self-aware and self, um, you know, further along the self-growth process, I think some of those old stories that I've told myself start to get pushed away and make to make room for what it is maybe that I really truly do believe or want or need for myself. And so that's definitely constantly expanding. Well, I think that's an interesting thing. What do you do if you're not clear on what you really need or what you want, let's say in relationship? Yeah. Do you just stay celibate? Do you stay by yourself? Do you live in a hole until you figure it out? How do you know? <laughs> well, kind of. I mean, the old for me, the last 12 years, I've really just had my head down grinding with creating. And, you know, I was in a relationship about three years ago for maybe eight or nine months down in L.A., and I learned a lot from it and, and I'm very grateful for the experience. Um, so, you know, I think each, if we're paying attention, each each relationship that we have or, or interaction, it we can continue to get closer to what it is that we really truly do want to um, speak as our truth. And so for me, um, you know, I haven't been in as many relationships as some people, but I mean, there's, you know, and there, there can be a little bit of, there's, there can be many reasons for that. I mean, some, sometimes we get bit early on and it, we're a little afraid to go back there. Right. Um, but I know that there's so much gold in relationship in mirroring with somebody else. And there's, there can, we can learn so much about ourselves. And so I'm find myself, um, in a very interesting place right now, just with having moved back up to Oregon and kind of in a, in a really big reset and, and transition and not exactly knowing what's next. I mean, I do know in some ways, but yet there's maybe it's an unknown on kind of how it's going to come together or happen. And so um, while I'm getting used to a new environment, you know, that's really chilly and not sunny that much. And it's just like, oh, so I'm, I'm just trying to surrender that. But with that being said, I am trying to reach out and, you know, and, and have been meeting new people just to make some friends and try to, you know, um, maybe make up for lost time a little bit. And because I think if you can really meet a good person, there's so much gold there and just it can really bring a lot of joy to somebody's life. Absolutely. I think the biggest thing that I am noticing is that you for myself and this goes back to a learning style but also i believe in the human experience it is about experience we as human beings have a physical body therefore we need physical tangible experiences in order to anchor the mental emotional spiritual concepts that we that we gather that we understand or that comes into our awareness so you know for those of you who have a voyeur personality it's one thing to watch to people watch and to you know gather information or whatever but until you actually have the experience you can't tell me that you know you like something <laughs> or don't like something you know yeah. you have a preference and this sort of like what we talked about last time you know about judgment there everybody has a preference and no you don't have to go experience drugs in order to know you don't want to do them <laughs> You can make a choice and say, I don't want to do that, but you can't really, at least I feel you can't really say, I don't like that until I, you know, I used to say to my kids, you have to at least try it on your plate to tell me mm -hmm. you'd like it or don't like it. Mm -hmm. You have to take a bite, you know? So mm -hmm. 
um, I don't believe everything has to be experienced in order for you to make a choice. But I do think in order to form an educated opinion, you need an experience. And so I say all that <clears throat> when it comes to relationship, that if you're not quite sure, you know, exactly what you want or need, then try dating, try getting into, just take that first step into getting into a mm -hmm. connection with somebody. And then you'll know because you'll get triggered. Believe me, <laughs> there'll be something that shows up, whether it's a conversation you have or, or a way that you interact with that person physically or, you know, whatever that you'll go, yep, nope, I've decided this is my preference. This is, I know what I don't like. And that's mm -hmm. often what happens when we have negative experiences in relationship. We go, okay, clearly I don't like that. So mm -hmm. I'm going to try the opposite, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, you learn if you're paying attention, you one learns so much about themselves while dating, you know, and looking back through the years, you know, I, I you know, I can just, you just, you just gain so much information. And, and hopefully, we take that information and continue to hone it and continue to be honest with ourselves and with those that we're meeting and dating to, to really get to that place of, um, of you know, finding someone that, that is a good fit. And I think a lot of times, um, speaking for myself and also from what I've witnessed, um, a lot of times people will go into relationships to fill that void of not really loving and accepting themselves. And, and I've done it too in the past. And, and it's, it, it generally never, ever works because it's too much pressure on the other person. And, you know, it's just, you got to, you got to go in there as whole as you can be. Um, yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree. And I, I mean, are, do we always have something that we're working on? Of course. I mean, you know, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I, I think the biggest detriment that we do have is like you said, we're, we're looking for somebody to fill something inside of us and that doesn't negate relationships. I, mm -hmm. I think there's an idea out there of like, well, I don't need anybody because I'm whole and complete in myself. Well, that may be true, but at the same time, there's an intradependence that can happen where it's like, this is what I do really well, and this is not what I do so well. You compliment me. This is why opposites mm -hmm. attract, right? So it's like, and this is where it comes back to the values lining up, you know? For, so some of my core values are integrity and freedom and transparency and communication and things like mm -hmm. that. So if I have, if I'm, meeting somebody, let's say going on this date, because it's not about perfection. We all have our flaws, right? <laughs> so if I'm dating somebody and we start to say, well, you know, I really want to live overseas, let's say. I like to travel and I like to, you know, I want to live abroad or, or whatever, because one of my core values is exploration, adventure, experience. Mm. Well, and that other person is like, oh, I'm a homebody. I just want to stay put in this, you know, house. I don't ever want to leave. Doesn't mean the relationship can't work. But you've got to accept, this is where that whole incompleteness comes in. You've got to accept that about that person and go, okay, clearly they're not going to travel with me ever. Mm -hmm. I can't, I won't, I'll keep my expectations realistic. This is all the layers to relationship. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, <clears throat> so clearly our values when it comes to that is not uh, in alignment. However, if there's, let's say, the value of integrity and transparent communication, the other person is manipulative, they lie, they withhold information, probably isn't going to work out very well. No, 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 no. I mean, 
but you don't know until you get into it. So anybody listening, right. what I'm trying to, I'm not trying to discourage anybody at all from, from the dating world or from connecting. And if you're already in partnership and you're really struggling with, do I stay? Do I go? Come back to those core values. What are, you know, come up with two to five that you're like, these are my non-negotiables mm. and sit down with your partner and say, these are the things that I cannot negotiate. How are we working with this? And what are yours? And you you keep navigating, is the relationship, for those of you who are partnered, is the relationship more important than the subject matter that has pulled you apart? Because if mm -hmm. it is, you can find some common ground. Mm -hmm. That's a really good, that's a, that's a great idea. Yeah. And I keep bringing this up because this full moon is so powerful. It's going to throw a monkey wrench in just when you think that you've got it all figured out. So you could be very uncertain, let's say, about a relationship. And then your beloved says, you know, I'm in love with you and I want you to let's get married. I, I, you know, proposals could be happening yet this full moon. It could be the opposite, too, where it's where you think everything's hunky dory and your spouse says, I, I can't do this anymore. So it, it could go either way. But yeah. Yeah. you know well it's just such an interesting time because i mean you know people are are going against what used to be the norm in so many different ways and relationship can happen in so many different ways now i suppose and and people are you know what i mean people are are experimenting in in, in different ways to try to make relationship work um outside of the traditional norms and so you know, for myself, I just continually try to kind of, there's a part of me that does freedom is kind of one of my things as well. And, but yet um, it's, it's life is, is so enhanced, if, you know, connecting with really a, a like-minded, amazing person that you can have fun with and, and, and share experiences with. And so, you know, I think for me, as I get to this place in my life, um, I'm, I'm just, trying to be as honest as I am and let go of those old stories that I told myself about what, how I felt like it needed to be or maybe maybe I felt inside that I didn't really want to fit that mold but yet I still tried and so there was always kind of a lot of disruption and and not not able to really connect with somebody because I was battling those two versions of what what I felt like I needed or wanted to try to do and what I you know was feeling pressured to do and so um, the further I go along, I'm just trying to be as honest as I can with myself and in turn, as honest as I can be with, with um, the people that I'm uh, data, dating because that, you know, it may not, it may not, somebody might not agree with what you're saying. However, you're, there's so much freedom in sharing what you feel like your truth is or, or just, you know, where, where you feel like it might be headed. I mean, and, and there can be a really um, sweet form of intimacy formed in just that communication with that other person of just sharing your truths or what you feel like your truths might be or the place that you're heading to want to learn about what your real truths are. You know what I mean? It's kind of a joint venture that's, that can be um, um, worked, worked toward together. And, and so I know I'm kind of just babbling here, but... Um, Ultimately, well, yeah, yeah, what yeah. you're saying about the joint truths and speaking, you know, and, and communicating clearly. I, I'm curious because you were talking about, you know, changing the rules or reshaping the rules or, you know, whatever. But I mean, how do you feel about creating new rules? Does it excite you? Does it? 
terrify you? <laughs> yeah, to be honest with you, I don't really even, uh, I don't know if I give it a lot of power. I mean, because I think ultimately, hmm, I'm still just trying to kind of figure out what it is that that is that is my truth. And so it doesn't necessarily matter what the new rules might be, or it's not like I'm looking to experiment with what I see out there as the new rules, whatever those might be. I think I'm still just trying to figure it out, figure out, you know, um, what, what, how, how best I am with relationship and, 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 and making that work for myself and, and, you know, for the person that I'm connecting with. Um, and just being, you know, I'm just trying to buy, I'm always trying to find the truth. Uh, I'm always trying to find the truth. And, um, yeah, I mean, you know, the way I approach the, the rule part yeah. is I, I like to research what the rules are. I like to know what the boundaries framework, that whatever word you want to use for rules. I like to know what they are based on the situation and then see if that, if it fits, if I can, mm. if I can quote unquote, play by those rules, then I'm happy to do so. If I, if they don't fit, if for some reason it feels restrictive or it doesn't feel right in my body, it doesn't, it mm -hmm. doesn't line mm -hmm. up with my inner wisdom, mm -hmm. then I do question it, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and I think the, the biggest thing around it is create, how do you create trust when you're in the middle of changing the rules? Mm. Because rules have a way of giving us security and safety and a sense of control. Right. And, and yet when you start changing those rules, which is exciting for me, it, because I like the exploration of it. I like seeing, you know, okay, tell me where the boundaries are. And then let's see if we can push them a little bit. Cause that's how we <laughs> grow. Right. So yeah. for me, it's exciting for somebody who, who made the rules and likes them. It's not so much fun. And so how do you create trust in the middle of that? And I, what I've learned is the way to create trust is through transparency and giving it some space allowing time, allowing others to adjust to these new rules. Because mm -hmm. I've done the whole ripping the Band-Aid off and going, these are the rules, everybody <laughs> yeah, get along. Yeah, and yeah. oh, that didn't go over so well. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that's so interesting. I think I'm probably a little, uh, a little more traditional yet trying to feel, there's also that part of me though that 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 likes freedom and, and my independence. And that doesn't mean I can't be you know, monogamous or in a relationship, I, I can be absolutely. But yeah, I still need to feel like I'm free. Um, that's just kind of part of my, you know, astrological chart and stuff as well. There's a part of me that needs to feel free in relationship, free in, in the way I live my life. And so I think with that um, is the part where, you know, I just need to speak that and voice that and and then just kind of like you know instead of just experiment and see see how that feels to myself and the other person right yeah. i mean it's just it's a constant it's just a constant communication is, it, is that that's the key for anything i absolutely i think communication is the bridge for in relationships for sure you know? so it's sure. definitely, definitely is something that we have to pay attention to. And, you know, I won't go into, we'll save it for another episode about communication and our words and how they create worlds. But, mm -hmm. um, you know, the, the essence for me of 
the whole relationship dynamic is you can is intimacy and you can find intimacy without sex i mean you oh, can have yeah. just intimacy in conversation you can have intimacy just being with another person yes um you know and for me intimacy is that <clears throat> full present awareness and really being seen and allowing myself to be seen by mm. someone mm -hmm. and you don't always have to use words you know to describe it you can feel it and sense it as well so um, I think those are also some key components to the relationship dynamics that, um, that we have to play with. And I find that when it comes to the human experience, so many of us are so afraid of intimacy because it's like, well, if they see me for who I really am, they won't like me. Yeah. You know, but the further along I've gotten and the more I open up and share and show, it's just, there's a, such a freedom in that and such a, a release of weight that that i've been carrying for so long of trying to hide mm. you know what i mean and and it's just um it's so worth it you know and, and i know it's it, and then it, it's how it's it's being released in layers it doesn't just like wow you know what i mean right. that, that, but everybody's different but i think ultimately like you had mentioned a second ago i think the key is just to to be with someone that totally allows you to be yourself while you allow them to be themselves and then you just but you're also open to just kind of becoming better together. Yep. Yep. And I think too, that there, not only is there a sense of freedom when you are able to be yourself and, and just allow others to see you for who you are, but mm -hmm. it also allows you to be able to say, can you accept this about me? When you see mm -hmm. some of my darkness or some of the things that I'm still working on honing, you know, my faults, whatever you want to call it, can you accept that about me? Because if not, then we're not in alignment. I, for me, yeah. the, it sounds very simple and I know it's not that simple, but relationships are about alignment. And you notice that when you connect with somebody for the first time, you're like, oh, there's an attraction because there's something here that aligns with, with my energy. And then you start peeling off. What does that actually look like? What does it mean? You know, blah, blah, blah. Some people you first meet at sexual energy. Some people you first meet, it's the intellectual. Some people it's, it's just the way they hold themselves, you know? Their energy. Yeah, exactly. So it can go many different ways, but I think, you know, just to kind of wrap up the episode is when it comes to the relationships, especially this week into the next week, take some action, have an experience. And, and really look at what are your values and are they in alignment or where have I negotiated my values when I shouldn't have, how do I get them back in alignment? Mm. So. Mm. Good stuff. Yeah. Any last thoughts, Brian? Mm. You know, I just, just looking back at my experiences, I, you know, sometimes I would, I would lose myself because I would, I'm such a giver and I would just kind of give and give and, and wouldn't be honest with maybe my needs as far as like needed to take a day off or a break or, you know what I mean? Just just stuff that I need to do to stay in balance. And, and, and it, and then, you know, eventually I start to kind of feel smothered and it has really nothing to do with the other person. It just has to do with me not being able to speak my, my needs and my truths. And so um just be aware of that and and just you know do what you need to do to be you you know and um yeah beautiful yeah. and vice versa beautiful thanks everybody for listening please like subscribe share our podcast we are here we're excited thank you for listening to recess with jamie and brian thank you have a great week everybody mm -hmm.